So the next topic, the next chapter, is uh, businesses running on Shabbos. And this is something, as you're going to see, we're not going to be able to spend uh, a lot of time on because it's too broad of a topic. But uh, in the outset is an introduction. He quotes from Rebbe Chanan Wasserman, who uh, references a passage in Yumiya, which says, Ose Oshe Velo Mishpat. Somebody generates wealth, but not according to Mishpat. So after half his days, so the money will abandon him. So Bachanan wonders, what exactly does that phrase, V'lo b'mishpat, mean? So he says, So this is money which is accumulated, but in violation of the Torah. Begezel, theft, ona, exploiting somebody, hasagas gvul, crossing a boundary line, v'ribis, v'chil Shabbos v'yantif. And ribis, as well as violations of Shabbos and yantif. So money which is accumulated, violating any one of these things. So Rabbi Chana writes, mina hechrich, shia kala v'nifsad. So it's automatic. It has to be that ultimately that money will be destroyed and it will be lost. And then, the, so this is something which one has to keep in mind, that sometimes there's a temptation to want to keep a business running on Shabbos and to cut corners and whatnot in order to earn more money, but ultimately one is not going to be able to successfully earn more money by violating on halachas, so you might as well stay within the parameters of what halacha says. What about Avariyans who give a lot of money to Jewish causes? Yeah. What about? Well... Their money just seems not to be destroyed. Yeah, so it's uh, sometimes it's difficult to see where it is. You don't know how much they might have had otherwise, which uh, which was destroyed. So it's, uh, it's it's difficult to go ahead and to be able to trace all of that, especially since sometimes it doesn't happen over the course of one's lifetime. But uh, but yes. Even if they don't give money to Jewish what? Even if they don't give money to Jewish brothers, sometimes they keep their money. Yeah. Right. Okay, so now he writes, Yesh harbe mikim shetach lizar ba'asakav shaloli kashu b'isturi Shabbos. So there are many circumstances where one has to be mindful to make sure that in business one doesn't violate isurim of Shabbos. V'lachein, therefore, b'chom mikra shosa asakim b'Shabbos, ayidei nachri. Therefore, any time your business is going to be running on Shabbos, even though it's being done, the, the actual work is being done by a non-Jew, Ukidom or anything similar. So one needs to verify with certainty that in the structure of the business that it's not going to violate Shabbos halachas. And, however, being that there's many details of the halachas, and it's impossible to go ahead and list all of the circumstances where it would be permitted and all the circumstances where it would be asr, their entire sfarim, which are dedicated to that topic. Therefore, all we can do is just uh, arouse a little bit of uh, uh, interest, a little bit of attention to some of the more common questions. And ultimately, though, uh, somebody who faces any one of these shilas should make sure to consult with a rav who is uh, experienced uh, in, these, uh, in these areas. So, we'll just go through a couple of examples tonight. So, sometimes a, a partnership is set up, and it happens to be set up between religious Jews and non-religious Jews, and the non-religious Jews sometimes are all too happy and uh, volunteer, oh, you know what, I'll keep it running on Shabbos, I'll keep it running on Yontif, you enjoy your Passover, you enjoy your Sukkot, and I'll make sure that the business is running, or it could be a medical practice where the firm doctors aren't working on Shabbos, but the non-firm doctors are more than willing to do so. So generally that's going to create a lot of trouble in terms of the structure that the religious
Shabbos, Jews who are not working on Shabbos may still be responsible for the Chil Shabbos which is taking place. And this may be a, a more serious issue when it's with non-religious Jews because it may involve an issue of Leif Naver, of placing a stumbling block before the blind. So one has to be particularly attentive to that. Similarly, nachos ma'od, it's very uh, common, very pressing. Shekomi shiyesho bet hachlama. Anybody who owns a nursing home, ukedom or something which is similar, assisted living, any type of thing like that. Shiyesada asayin ba'ofen hamutar, should make sure that the entire business, from top to bottom, has to be structured in a manner which is permitted. Kevan shosim sham melachos b'shabbos, being that the nursing home cannot be run um, uh, efficiently and properly without malacha being done on Shabbos. And if one is going to be the owner or one is going to be the administrator in such a place, so it becomes a very difficult challenge to go ahead and make sure that everything is being done al pi halacha, that the owner or the administrator aren't in violation of any halachas in the process of doing so. And this is also a topic where there are numerous farms which have come out recently which are just focused on these uh, shilas in and of themselves because it's very hard to go ahead and, uh, and do. And therefore, somebody who's in that business or somebody who's contemplating entering into that business should speak to a, a Rav who's experienced in these halachas to find out whether it's a worthwhile pursuit and if, if it's uh, deemed worthwhile, how to make sure to structure everything in a way which is going to be compliant with Halach.